Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we find the defendant guilty. Another episode of the Game on Trial, and this is a very special episode. I know for me it is. Mm-hmm. Um, not only is it our end of the year wrap up, but this is Rod and I's first time being together face to face after a year of talking. After a year, like I didn't even feel like I need to do any major introduction or anything like that when I met you. I felt like. No, I slid right in the conversation. Yeah. 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 Regular conversation. Brought you brought you some, some gifts and all that mm. stuff. Yeah. But yeah, um, we are in Virginia. We are broadcasting from Virginia this week. Um, Desmond, Bree, and I hopped in the Prius mm-hmm. and came on up to see Rod. Man, that was a trip. Woo. That was a trip, y'all. I feel like I'm still tired from that trip. I, well, I'm you haven't slept sh- And that you might be I slept tired. an hour in the car. Thanks, which, thanks to my lovely wife. She which had to be hour. forced because even then, yeah, doesn't... <laughs> Control much, do we? Maybe. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> in the backseat. I want your sister Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it's 11 o'clock. We leave in about five hours. According to him, again, like, <laughs> Bree, Bree said something today, and I'm going to use this throughout life from now on. She says, we'll see how we feel in the morning. <laughs> so, right, yeah. I'm just going to, that's some of my answer. We'll see how we feel when we get to What time was checkout time? You did thanks for this, Jack. But you know what's crazy? <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah, we're definitely taking it, taking that late checkout tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all, so what time are we leaving? 6 a.m.? You see what I did? Same breath. <laughs> it's you you got to get that hopes up and crush them real quick. <laughs> oh, gosh. You're a basketball coach, ain't you? I'm just saying, man. I don't like being far from home for this long. You know, it's only, it's been less than 24 hours. That's not the same Yeah, I know. Shit, I'm just tired, for real. Like, not only because of the drive. Man, we've, we've been on a move today, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. My gosh. We've been up since 10 a.m. Two, my wife and I, we got here around. Excuse me, I could have, fuck it. We got Edit here. Opportunity. Wow. Edit opportunity. Man, we got here like around <laughs> shit. What time we get here? Like around 10? 36? This morning five. we got here like 7 30. Close, 7 30, yeah. So we got here at 7 30. Nowhere near close. But yeah. Um I'm feeling okay because I took the opportunity to take me a nap. <sighs> Jealous ones envy. <laughs> it was a nice nap. Two. And a nice Nice nap in the hotel room, you know, when nice and cool. when you're traveling alone, the bed's nice and cool, you get all four of those pillows to mm-hmm. yourself. So yeah, definitely enjoying Virginia from what I understand, the weather's well, it just started raining, but the weather is nicer here than it is in, in our, our hometown Ugh. right now. So, um, speaking of weather, this is definitely going to be part of the docket, but I do want to say a prayer for all the families that have been affected from, I mean, I think the last I heard, it was a total of 22 tornadoes that touched down. Yeah, like, jeez. I have no idea. That's, That's so amazing. I, I didn't really see. I saw the story, but I didn't really get much details about it. And but. then one of them, um, two of them, one or two of them, 
was on the ground for like 200 miles. Mm. And so that's, those are like the longest, or over 200, but they had, I think I saw 1923 was the last time they had one that stayed on the ground that long. Tearing up shit. Tearing up shit. There was a um, Amazon, no, I'm sorry. There was a, a candle facility, a candle making facility that was leveled. Um, mm. And I believe there was an Amazon facility as well that was leveled. Um, and this is just, and the storm's still moving. So, um, again, prayers for all those. I know that in one of the facilities, there was 110 workers that were working on the overnight shift, and they're, like, having to pull them out. Prayers up. But is it trifling for me to think that, man, what's about that Amazon facility And if I was close? <laughs> I know I'm trifling. Sorry, y'all. He said, what survived? <laughs> the Amazon facility. Like, Nothing. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you like no no toy trains, like still in Nothing. the package. Nothing. No, people. No, like, no this nigga out there trying to, I mean, trying like to get an Xbox. No, like Oculus and shit. This nigga trying to get a refurbished Xbox from the storm. Not yeah. able to refurbish when he torn up. It's my bad, it's my bad brain, man. Yeah, your brain. But yeah, um, <laughs> how y'all feeling? I know we've had a busy, busy day today. Um, I know this man, you're, you're pretty exhausted, huh? Man. I'm in Virginia, recreational marijuana use is legal, so I'm going to say it. I'm high as a motherfucker. <laughs> oh Two dudes. Yo, I've been smoking since 10 a.m., man. Oh, my gosh. I'm high. Like, I probably shouldn't have got this high before we record this episode because <laughs> it's hard for my brain to even, like, formulate opinions right now. But, you know, I'm here. Mm-mm-mm. I'm living. I'm walking. If I'm lying, I'm flying. Two feet still on the ground, you know what I mean? There you go. Ten toes down. Hey. We out here. What about you, Rod? Well, everything's love, man. I'm feeling pretty good. Mm -hmm. I'm not as tired as y'all because I didn't have to travel, but it was a long day. But uh, I enjoyed myself. I'm not even going front. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah, It was dope. It was dope. How'd you like the spot? So, um, for our listeners, we went to Queen's Green Apothecary today. it was, it was great. Like Word. I really enjoyed the music. The live band was perfect. Um, they had different performers, the violinists, or was it violists? I couldn't even tell what that was. I think it was a. Uh, but they were rocking at the end, right? They were good. It was a lot of people doing different covers. Um, I posted a couple of them to my stories, but that was dope. Um, just seeing the different products that the vendors had. Um, I mean, I found. Just everything that you can imagine here. Um, a lot of variety, a lot of good people, good spirits, good conversation. Just um, you can tell that these people like really know what they're what they're doing. The growers and the the vendors and the like. As one guy, he had honey that he said he grew. He created from all of his own plants. Like he. It was just, I was amazed throughout the day. Conversation with the um, interview that we had with the owner. Was, he was the owner, correct? Yeah, Nick. Nick, Nick. Nick. Cool dude, man. Yeah. Finally and got the interview. Sometimes just people come at it from, a, from an angle or an approach of greed or opportunity, which there's nothing wrong with opportunity. There's nothing wrong for looking at it like, hey, I got to feed my family and take care of things. Right? I'm in business to make money. Nobody's in business to grow smaller. You know, it used to be an actual an AT&T uh, advertisement. Nobody's in business to grow smaller. You know, get the yellow pages. Yada, yada, yada. 
But in the cannabis world, that's a whole other animal, man. Because, you know, this is one of those things that's feeding all of us, you know, and not just with the money you're going to make on the register and shit like that. No, no, no. I'm talking about what it does for your body, the healing it's doing in your body, and the healing it's doing in the community, man. Like, the fact that I can talk to my teenage daughters now and relate to them as they're going through probably some of the hardest years of their life. I mean, we've all been through high school, all of us adults in the room, and you're just like, that was some bullshit, you know? <laughs> we can all fucking relate, you know? Excuse my French, it sounds a lot like English, but anyway, you know what I mean? It's... Um, so it's really cool to see cannabis doing what it's doing right now and really permeating all of those freaking walls and barriers that people normally have associated, even when we drink alcohol, man, you know, we, we tend to like hang out with our tribe, with our people and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes there's bar fights, man, if we're honest, you know, sometimes we get shitty, you know, but that's what, not what happens with, with cannabis. You know, the beautiful thing about cannabis is in a, in a place like this, in a canna bar, you know, you've got great folks like Aaron and Ray and Rod and Des and I'm their beautiful ladies and their family that come in here and enjoy this because they feel safe. They feel like I get to be something bigger than myself. And this is a club family environment too, you know, if we're really being real and that family it don't see no stripes or colors or borders or lines or flags. Like, it just sees love, you know? And the cannabis flag, I mean, this is Mary Jane's story. We just get to be a part of it, you know? Like, it's an honor to be a part of it, you know? And so this is that place of love and a place of being able to share that with people and to enjoy this beautiful plant, both on the CBD isolate, CBG, CBN, all the things it does, anti-insomnia, anti-inflammatory you know, properties, but also the THC, you know, the healing that goes on in the mind, you know? And you can't discount both, man, because they both play really well together to bring a whole package. And honestly, that's what we've been needing for a long time, you know? So, so what's y'all's take on things, and how are you seeing the industry changing from your perspective? Well, this is new to all of us. Well, Tuke and I were from Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, so very the cool. first time we came Welcome. up was last weekend yeah. to check out this event. Yeah, awesome. And I want to see what it's going to be like, hopefully, when it comes to my area. Yeah. So if there's anything the way it's in Virginia right now, right. I'm excited. Absolutely. And so right now, bring us up to speed for people who are listening in or just uh, catching this podcast. They're, what's the state laws in, in, in uh, Georgia at the it, moment? It's uh, medical. Medical okay. and CBD. Strictly medical. Got to apply for a license, probably 150 to 200 through some uh, nurse practitioner or doctor or above. Exactly. Yep, send in your card, then you get a card after 30 to 45 to 90 days later, if we're honest with ourselves. And then you go to a dispensary that may not be the best stuff. It's going to be some of that low grade, just like government rated stuff. And you're like, okay, they water just shit down. You know? There's I'm not saying they all water down, but you know what I mean? There's, there's definitely more quality, I think, in the private market, and that's always kind of been the case. Look at any industry. You're going to find that, like, the private market, the private sector does a lot better, even in technology, for example. Like, you know, Tesla and all those guys have been crushing it in the area where, you know, your, your government may not be able to respond to that OODA loop fast enough. Well, I say what do you see happening in Virginia as far as big business? involvement in, in the industry? Yeah, that's a great question, man. And there's always going to be those big special interests with big freaking deep pockets, right, that are trying to go like, oh, I was one of the people that was, you know, involved in politics, you know, changing the bills to make sure there was, you know, the war on drugs back when that was popular and politically correct. Oh, but now times are tr trending and shifting in a different way. Even the fucking rich folks are going to be trying to capitalize on that shit. And that's just the reality. Thank God that there's some of that going on because it helps them to bring the legislators to go, okay, we have to take this serious because there are going to be big businesses involved. My issue is 
don't leave us little folks behind. Make sure that everybody, especially our veterans, especially our nurses, especially those who already had you know a hard time growing up because they didn't live in the right neighborhood or they were on the wrong side of the railroad tracks or whatever, man. And that's some bullshit because we're quality fucking people too. You know, I come from a Hispanic culture. You know, I you know, and we do that, right? We judge people on their skin, whether we want to, mean to, or not. It's just the reality of okay, is this what we do with football teams, right? Baseball teams. You size somebody up within the first five minutes of going to a party because you want to know: Do I relate to this motherfucker, or is this lady a cool chick, or is she? I gotta watch this one. You know, you know, like okay, where is she on our crazy scale? You know, but. Uh, but there's a lot of great quality Americans out there, you know, and that's where I want to be able to bring both sides to the table and, and both folks together and go, hey, we can all be winners. It doesn't have to be a zero sum game, you know. Yeah, big business, have your little slice, but don't take it all because we're going to need to eat down here too, you know. And, if, and, and, you know, the Hispanic culture on my father's side, you know, he's a short, little, dark Hispanic guy. My uncle Nick, who I was named after, Nicolás Rocha, uh, my name is Nicolás Antonio Rocha, right? Um, you know, I grew up Tex-Mex, right, and, and uh, loved it. You know, and the, 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 for those of you who don't know, the Hispanic culture is so beautiful and colorful, and like you know, even in death, you know, Dia de los Muertos, we are celebrating the, the transition over. It's not a like that's not a goodbye. This is not, you know, it's not a final destination. It's part of that journey. Anyway, I digress. Super proud of my heritage. You should be too. You're here from Norway, man. Go for it. Go, go Vikings. You know, like the real Vikings. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, I digress. So, you know, the issue is that, you know, everybody can eat. This doesn't have to be a zero-sum game. We can all be winners. The community coming together, though, in places like this, like, let's be honest, the United States Marine Corps started in a whole tavern up in Philadelphia, you know, and it's one of those places that, like, okay, if an organization like that started in a bar, that's my kind of organization, for one. And two, that tells you that since the beginning of time, especially as Americans, We've been rebels, we've been fighters, we've been people who stick up for our rights and go, wait a minute, treat me decently, treat me right, or get the fuck out of the way, you know? And everybody should have that right to enjoy cannabis to the fullest extent possible. And so that's where, as I see the answer to the question, we kind of come back to the circle is, I think that there's going to need to be some of that social equity aspects of it, and that's the language you're using, so that even those people, especially who were incarcerated, they get a chance, they get an opportunity to submit that application and get some of those licenses. Uh, a really great friend of mine, Keith Butler, just opened, uh, just did a really fantastic guy from Hip Mellow. Another really phenomenal guy who's been in the cannabis industry for many, many years. And it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, Keith, feel free to jump on a mic if you want to, but he, uh, he's been absolutely uh, amazing and astounding. And, and, and so the question was, and Rod, do you mind if I pass it? Yes, go So the question was in this podcast, um, what are we seeing as far as where do we see the trending as far as uh, business licensing and uh, the development of the industry here in Virginia? And I wanted to hand it over to you for, for that. Did I get that yeah, right? You got it right. So okay. what, what I really want to know is, you know, just to rephrase it, where do we know, where are we at with big businesses involvement and will the small man, the average man, will they be able to break in this industry in Virginia? Sure. So um, I was one of the, uh, in November of last year, one of the six cannabis licenses was forfeited by MedVen uh, for not following through with the regulations from the state of Virginia. They were an original award winner of that, of that license. And I actually applied for the six license. Um, gigantic application. It was well over 100 pages. My company was brought in 
for technical support for the extraction and the manufacturing side. Because here in Virginia, the first six licenses which were available required complete and total vertical integration. So you had to grow the plant, you had to extract the plant, and the original plan was you had to extract the acid compound. We weren't allowed to sell THC, but only THCA, which is incredibly difficult. Then you had to manufacture the product, and then you had to package the product, and then you had to retail the product and dispense it through an actual pharmacist. This is a, a, an achievement that's astounding for anyone that can pull this off because it takes so many skill sets. So in filling out that application, I realized right away that the small guy has no chance. And then after that, we legalized in July. So a whole new set of rules came out. That sixth license has never been granted. It's still sitting in a court case currently. Well, cool. Well, thank you guys for letting us participate in this podcast. It's Thanks, been Nate. absolutely we appreciate phenomenal. Coming. Yeah, really, really great. Thank you guys. You're always welcome in our house. We love you. And uh, yeah, thanks Keith for adding that because that's very valuable information. Great, 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 um, great guy. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Definitely enjoyed it. That's good. My review is a one. They had another event this time. What's it called? The uh, Winter. When Alice in Wonderland? Or no, was that? the theme of the party. Which uh, Wonderland? Something, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, it was cool. Um, a lot of good vendors, like Tube said. But me personally, I finally got to come back up here and get my hands on some mimosa. My <laughs> mimosa was all that. Yes, 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 yes. Every time I come to Virginia, I need that mimosa on drop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the, the driver. <laughs> Brie. The driver. Why no, not Brie. Why she do that? She stayed like, I tell her ah. all the time. She a good one. Okay. Baby. Baby. She drove for an hour. She drove for an hour, but she had been asking to drive way more than that. <laughs> I had been asking him to drive. He's like, no, I'm good, bro. Are you? Like, <laughs> let me I'm know. Like this. I'm, I'm not tired. <laughs> I'm not tired. <laughs> no, and then... He not even listening to like nothing that's gonna keep you away. Like, bro, listen to Dateline. Dateline keeps me away. I How can't, I can't wait to away? find that motherfucker who get it. Where? No, baby, oh and it's something goodness. I go to sleep to. But you know what? Y'all ladies can have y'all dream come true tomorrow. It's gonna be, um, was that Amelia Earhart and her partner <laughs> who flew the first plane? Yo, this guy. Those two, those two women gonna lead that Prius back to Atlanta. Yeah. I'm so proud yeah. of y'all. I'm when we get back, I'm gonna give y'all some wings. I'll only, that's yourself. what I was just gonna say. Some wings. The only thing. The only way that I'm agreeing to that, this 6 a.m. is out of question. Uh, Alright, so we had yo. an amazing time at the apothecary, and now we're back potting like we like to do. Right back to the ships. Right All back right. to the dockets. So know. let's get into our docket. Um, Rod, do you want to start? Yeah, man. Let me see. I got a couple of albums I'd like to talk about. Oh, yes. There was a lot of good music this job. Um, let me see. The Styles P and Havoc. Y'all know Havoc? Mm-hmm. Havoc from Mob, from Mob Deep, producer mm. extraordinaire. One of the first guys to kind of like you know, produce and rap and was good at it. One of the first dudes to kind of do that. So they 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 dropped an album called Wreckage Matter that was, you know, for the for the for the for the backpackers hip hop heads. This shit was pretty dope, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh one that I something that came out for the overheads that I really like is Zarface. Zarface and M of Doom uh just just dropped an album called um I think it's called The What. 
but that's pretty hot. And if you don't know Zarface, Zarface is two white guys from Harlem and Inspector Death from Wu Tang fame. And everybody knows Enough Doom. If you don't, I'm, I don't know why you listen to this shit. Uh, you should know Enough Doom. That was dope. Um, I probably talked about algorithm last, mm -hmm. yeah, so I don't have to give any props that. That shit bang. That shit bang. So uh, yeah, man, that that's my little uh, review of what's out there. And um, let me see. We talked about Ross earlier. We did. Oh, Ross, Ross, Ross is dope. I got through. I got through a lot of things. A boogie with a hoodie was, mm -hmm. came out. But, you know, I don't really don't want to talk about things I didn't like too much, so I'm going to do that. I didn't like that too much. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that good for me. And then, you know, uh, another dude, um, what's this, uh, Juice World, didn't like that too much either. So, <laughs> oh, but they're still no. making postmortem music. I like Juice, Juice World. World. Juice well, World got an album came out. From, yeah. what I, from what I heard, Juice World had a lot of unreleased music. And from the, I watched uh, a YouTube wormhole of him not too long ago, and he was actually one of the young rappers who could freestyle. Oh yeah, I remember that. That's, I remember seeing him freestyle. He was him. super nice. That's why I liked him. He really could freestyle. Yeah, I saw that Tim Westwood nice. freestyle he did. I'm just like, yo, this guy is super talented. So with people with uh, actual natural ability to freestyle like that, there's no telling how much music they got. Oh yeah, because they just go in the booth and start spitting shit just cause. Oh, yeah, and then, um... I miss Russ. That came out. It's called yeah. Chomp, Chomp 2. It's an album? Yes, I didn't get a chance to listen to that. And I think I saw something from Wiz Khalifa, too. Wiz Khalifa got something? I missed that one. Um, it's, I think he's collaborating with a couple of two other guys on there. Okay. I don't know what Wiz Hey, don't forget about my boy Tory Lanez, too. Oh, and Tory Lanez got an interesting album. Oh, yeah, out. he did say it was it, it, It's different because it's like uh, late 80s music. Like, if you... You know, that stuff that was, like, in between, like, the start of rap and whatever else is out there. But, yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's interesting. It sounds a little Michael Jackson-y if you, if, you like, if you like that line. Man, I'm not even afraid to say it anymore. Before I was, I'm listening to Tory Lanez again, y'all, and I don't give a fuck. Like, there's a point where I really wanted to like the artists that I listen to, so... Like when Rod and I get into these debates, it's easy to debate them. Like, yeah, the dude I champion is so good, he done fuck up. But at the end of the day, man, I just want the good music. And Tory Lanez, whether he shot that young, gifted black woman or not, I really hope he didn't. Mm -hmm. But his music is good. Again, like we were talking about earlier, I, I just he's never just been like amazing for me, or just like really done it for me. I, um, he has. One song called One Day. From, I can tell you what album it came from. It was, it's an old song. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You got to give him props for one thing, if if anything. I would have to say that he's super versatile. Now, people uh, get on him for taking people out of style. I, I just think mm -hmm. that he, he's into a lot of different things. You can tell he's a, he's a, a musical person. He's a musician. Because mm -hmm. he, he can switch it, you know. he I like I like I like him singing. I like him doing a dance song. I like him doing rap. And then this lane is kind of new. And, you know, I have to give it a little bit more play. But I, I got to say, it's, it's not bad. Mm. Sounds okay. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see about that. But what else you got, Rod, outside of the music? That's it, man. Uh, oh, I, I, I thought it was interesting. A couple of things. Now, uh, there's a documentary out called You Are Now Watching Video Music Box. Uh, 
you know, for people like me who really love the history of hip hop, really love the history of rap, this is an important documentary. I mean, uh, you know, MTV pretty much bit everything, MTV raps, I should say, mm -hmm. bit their flow from Ralph McDaniel's video music box. When I was young, it used to come on Saturdays, Saturday nights on regular TV. And if you was a homebody like me, you was home watching that shit, you know, it was, it was classic. And uh, so check that out. Um, I think that's important for the culture. Yeah. Um, and uh, and if you guys, I, I don't know if anybody else planned to talk about it, but I watched it. I don't know if Des watched. We we text, but the Kanye and Drake, Larry Hoover benefit concert. Oh, okay. Let's talk we about talked that. about that. Did you? Yeah, that. but I, I'm interested in hearing your feedback because I know Des is a a tough. Critic. Well, I mean, I, I mean, it. You know. I'm just gonna say this: nobody puts on a really good show these days. Okay. See, since you're gonna start there, we're gonna have no debate. Oh God. Because it, it wasn't a really good show. Yeah, that's what. But it was okay. But I mean, it just wasn't a great concert. I can see. Say that. See, I really hope we don't fall into, or maybe we already have, to where this thing where we buy into whatever the artist does, we just fall in line and just continue to support it and buy tickets. Mm -hmm. Because we saw what Kanye did at his first listening party in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. It was nothing. It, he was just there, not even performing live, really. Mm -hmm. The second one, different. At least he had some props, a stage, and shit like that. But this shit he did with Drake, two of the biggest stars in the country, and you have nothing there, and you just go out and halfway perform your songs. Well, I was so disappointed. I, I was disappointed. It wasn't a great show, but I can't say that. I, I don't know anything about a Drake show. I can't say that this is unlike a Kanye show. He's definitely had better. Uh, but I will justify the fact that they even having it because of what it was for. Okay, okay. I, I well. I would say I can't knock you for that, but then again, I can be an asshole and say I can. Because <laughs> I, I heard about this concert like two months ago, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And with Kanye, yeah, he had the reputation of being like a spectacular dude when it came to his concerts. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if, if we go back to, was it, the Glow in the Dark tour, the shit he was supposed to do with Gaga, the, even the most latest shit we had, the floating stage, which was basic, a very simplistic style, but still dope as shit at the same time. Lately, like what he's been showing with the choir, I, I still think he can do more. I feel like um, his showing hasn't been good, mm -hmm. visually anyway. Mm -hmm. Music's been fantastic. Visually, I feel like he can step it up. Um, speaking of that Free Larry Hoover concert, apparently the federal government was not too happy about them. <laughs> really? A concert titling it that. Mm. They said that Larry Hoover was worse than worse. Damn. Yeah. And um, apparently also, he, Larry Hoover, requested a compassionate release over the summer, which the judge turned down. Yeah, it mm -hmm. But I imagine something as widely streamed and as an event like that would upset them. Yeah, I guess, because it's bringing its attention mm -hmm. that they just don't need mm -hmm. anymore. You know? Yeah, they were hoping that that whole situation would be... Yeah. You know. Can I be petty for a minute, though? Sure. Why are you not? These niggas still got beef. Who? <laughs> Drake and Gay. Oh, <laughs> man. Of course. Come on. Okay, okay, okay. Of course. So, I think they call it paying homage or uh, being being playful when somebody covers your song. Mm -hmm. 
Man, when Kanye did Better Find Your Love and they just kept paying into Drake and that nigga was just cheesing up like a little boy watching his favorite artist go, their interactions were very minimal and I feel like they did it for the camera. Um, I think Drake performed 24 better than Kanye. Uh, but yeah, I, I still think there's there's beef there. They, uh, It was awkward. It was awkward to me. You didn't see it, did you? I too? didn't see it. Damn, so you can't comment. I have no comment. Yeah. I didn't get to see it. That's quite unfortunate um but yeah the feedback that i've been hearing has been around the same as y'all so like mm. meh real yeah. meh oh no one great part about that kanye's set list fantastic oh really fantastic oh, the was songs it just, he yes. was oh, it just songs from donda no he played he played um uh say you will where from was it heartbreaks uh somewhere in la la coliseum what about um, Drake's set? How was it? Um, It was short. Oh, yeah? He came out for a couple of songs. But Kanye, he chose the right songs. I'm not sure who talked to him or maybe he was just self-aware to pick like. Well, he didn't look high shit. drunk, that's for sure. Who Kanye did? He did not. He looked sober. How'd you feel about him um, crying back for Kim? But she still decided she doesn't want to be with him. That's what it was? Mm -hmm. What yeah, song? Run away. <coughs> but my thing, man... If you're going to hold a Kanye and Drake concert, I really wanted them to have like a, like an energy back and forth. Not like, all right, Kanye's going to go for 15, 20 minutes. Drake's going to come out for five to 10 minutes. He's going to pass it back to Kanye. Mm -hmm. Like there was no... Interaction where you... Yeah. Well, like, they did a song together. But when they did, it, it seemed fake. You know what I mean? I don't know. They did that. What's Maybe it called? I, song into it. I forget the name of the song. What's it called? 24? Yeah, and uh, Drake killed that. Is that what it's called, 24? Yeah. Alright, he killed it, yeah. But, that's good, <laughs> but, um, you know, we, you know what we never talked about? What? Um, Grace. No, not 24, I'm sorry. They did a song together. It was on Drake's album. It was... Pop it, style. It was from a spray commercial. Oh, uh, it may not mean nothing to me. Um, yeah, that song. But um, we never talked about Crazy Bone and Juicy J. Oh, <laughs> that nigga just got knocked the fuck because out. Because you can't invite a man to the Frank stand and don't think there's going to be any violence. Oh my this god, this is what it is. Sorry, sorry, y'all. We got the fight on at the same mm -hmm. time. But yeah, Juicy J told Crazy Bone to suck my dick. You just can't do that. How was that? What, how was the follow up from that? Busy going through a, a bottle at him and a square it up like nigga, let's scoop. In the middle really? of a couple of verses. Yeah. I was at work. In the middle of I was verses. trying to watch it. I was in the DJ booth trying to watch it on his phone. And the crazy shit about it was at the time. <clears throat> he said out of that. All them what? Bone niggas. Busy Bone was the only one that was really rapping. So when he got off stage, the shit got a little lame until he came back. Because the other, it was Busy Bone and Lazy Bone. They was actually really rapping. Mm -hmm. The rest of the motherfuckers is washed. Really? Super washed. Damn, but you know what? Busy and Lazy Bone were the, the... The youngest, and they were lyricists. Yeah, they were the lyricists. But they were the lyricists, yeah. But Dang. either way, that was a good verses in my opinion. It was a good verses. Cause it was 3-6 three, three, turned it up, yo. Yeah, that's what I heard. They just killed it, man. It's 3-6. They just straight so murdered it. So wait, again, was, okay. were they drunk? Hell if I know. Mm -hmm. It was just... I. And that was just like male testosterone. It was. Right, so it was. Do y'all remember the dipset? Um, I think everybody has been trying to mimic that type of tension without crossing the line. Because mm. that was. And everybody's been trying to do it. Fat, Fat Joe tried to do it. 
trying to mimic that type of tension. That y'all going too far. Yeah, they just can't do it like they did it. You hmm. know? Well, I did not get to see that. I hate that I missed that. I was trying, like I said, I was trying to watch it, but I didn't get. A, I definitely didn't know anything about the fight. Yeah, that was or, super uh, wild. It was super wild. Yeah. I think we're texting yeah. each other as that shit happened. Yeah, was, oh, you watching this shit? I said, yo, this nigga's just fighting on stage. Oh, no, you text me. I'll turn it on. Oh, this nigga's just yo, fighting yo, on stage. Because Rod texted me, like, oh, these niggas fighting. As soon as I turned it on, that shit said, uh, technical difficulties. Damn. We'll be right back. <laughs> so, were like, they, for you, Rod, did they still, were they still streaming or did, had they cut it off? Well, what they, no, this is the funny shit. And Fat Joe keep talking about it on, on you know, Fat Joe does a recap of uh-huh. all the, uh, all the verses. And he kept saying, dude, they were fighting on stage and Trilla decided to cut it to a boxing commercial. Oh, wow. How appropriate. <laughs> Fat Joe had me die with that shit, yo. Wow. <laughs> I like Fat Joe. Yeah, they, they cut it to a boxing commercial. So let me ask you all, did you see the, the speaking of altercations, the altercation between, well, Maybe it was an altercation. Trey Young and Kevin Durant. Ooh, that was a little altercation, though, wasn't it? <laughs> but from what I understand, we're kidding. They were playing, right? It was a little yeah. touchy. I don't know. That touchy feeling. Mm. A little touchy feeling for me. It was yeah, a little touchy feeling. From what KD said, he's known Trey since he was ten. But then again, that really don't mean shit. Does that make it right? I mean, he said no since he was ten. So you got a feel on the man now. Did you do it when he was 10, KD? Shut up. <laughs> this nigga trying to get Chris Hansen called. You a wild boy. I cannot. Not did you do it when he was 10. But uh, yeah, when I saw the video, I'm just like, eh, okay. You know what's so crazy? Trey Young has a whole state of New York in a frenzy. Why Brooklyn and the motherfucking yeah, cause he Manhattan Knicks. The Knicks and the Brooklyn Knicks. Yeah, you do. The Manhattan Knicks. The Manhattan Y'all heard Knicks. me, niggas. Oh my god, you know they don't like that. Oh uh, yeah, I might get shot for that. Yeah, <laughs> also, congratulations, Megan Thee Stallion, on her graduation from Texas Southern. How about the meme? How about the uh, emoji? The emoji! Yeah, the emoji she has an emoji. Yeah, I like that. It's dope. dope. Yeah. It's super dope. So congratulations again. Um, I just think that's dope. I, I imagine it's very hard to continue on with education while you are one of the number one artist. And she did it at world. HBCU, at so HBCU. shout out to that. Yeah. Nigga, it was hard to do with a fucking drinking problem. <laughs> Imagine all that fucking money. That's oh, what I'm saying. Yeah, I know it was hard for her, so. She definitely had to put in some work. Kudos and congrats to the hottie. Um, adi, 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 Also, did y'all see that your boy Jesse Smollett had to go get his day in court? Juicy Smollett. <laughs> <laughs> I get, every time I, th- I think about a uh, uh, Dave Chappelle, call him Juicy, Juicy Schmule. <laughs> so he was found guilty of orchestrating a staged a stage attack on himself. Damn, juicy. <laughs> With the help of the Osandera, Dara, I think that's how you say it, brothers. The two guys, the big swollen niggas with locks. Yeah, what well, they was like Nigerian or some shit. I don't know. I, to our listeners, um, I don't know if you all remember, but just just Smollett said that he was. Uh, attacked that they put a noose around his neck. Yes. And what did they say? Maga. Mac. No, is that what they said? I think they did say some shit like that. Or something. I can't remember. He said something that would indicate. No, they had Maga hats on, but they said something (laughs) that would indicate that they were, in fact, racist. And yeah, it was all a hoax. Well, I don't know. He stood on saying it. Guess who's gonna jail tonight? Uh-huh. So he, he's gonna get jail time for that? 
So what does that mean? Like guilty of what? Uh, oh, for false wasting our motherfucking time. Basically. False police statements. But you know what? Chicago police told that nigga when it happened, we coming for you. I, I bet they're so happy right now. Because I remember they were they were so pissed when that nigga got off. I know they happy. That's mm, fucked up. Yeah, Jesse going to jail, man. Man, Jesse got to go to jail. Either that or probation. Juicy is going to jail. Do y'all remember, remember the Boondocks episode when Tom went to jail? Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. all I can think about right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, um, <laughs> but apparently the, the conversation around this whole case has been kind of divided amongst the black community because I saw the, the BLM movement is standing behind him. Them niggas don't speak for me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, basically saying, like, we can't trust the police. Well, yeah, but can we trust Juicy? That man ain't <laughs> not Juicy. Please stop calling. I can't stop it. Dave did it to me, man. That's crazy. Damn. Juicy small ace. <laughs> like, Stupid. I get that we do got to stick up for our people when injustice is done to us. But at some point, niggas just know when niggas is lying. Don't we have that? Mm-hmm. Don't y'all know when niggas is lying to you? That nigga is lying. I wasn't there. Okay. I ain't got to be there. That nigga lying. He did it. I wasn't there, so I can't speak on it. Mm-hmm. Um, But if he is, in fact, lying, you're making us look bad, bro. Like, really, really bad. Yeah, you're you're making us die on the wrong fucking hill. You got the BLM people backing you <laughs> on some bullshit right. like this. You don't know the bullshit is going on right now. But yeah, that's all I got for the docket. I do believe, um, music-wise, uh, Pee Wee Longway, I saw he he dropped a song. Um, Kyle, I like Kyle. Might try that Super out. Super duper Kyle. Might try that out. Um, Kyle got a CD out? Something new else? Uh-huh. I'm with Kyle, too. I like Kyle. Um, I think that's all I'm planning on listening to. More Summer Walker. I promise I'm going to listen to that better next time you, we, we, we talk. All right. Y'all hear that? I'm going to have it all done. Wrapped up with a bow with a, with a critique. Ready to go. Y'all heard him. <clears throat> all right. My docket? Yeah. All right. Bet. Um, so, did y'all see the Travis Scott interview with Charlamagne? Mm-hmm. I did not see it. I saw it, but I didn't watch it. Sit down and watch it. I think uh, Rod and I had the same opinion <clears throat> on this, which is... We can't read this little nigga. Somebody else said, well, they said that they didn't feel any different no. after this. They said that he, they, well, okay, so one person said that they felt like he didn't show any kind of remorse in the the um, interview, which led to the conversation, okay, not, I don't want this to sound bad of any kind of way, but it's not like he was out there and was the person that was trampled he can only be as apologetic as he can be you know what mm-hmm. I mean but again I didn't see it so it's it's uh I, <clears throat> he's hard to read and for people who are saying that he doesn't show any remorse it's because he's hard to read mm-hmm. and I it's hard for me to say if he is or he or he isn't because this is the way he kind of comes across. And, it, you know, it's the way he speaks, too. He doesn't speak in complete sentences. He speaks in these weird, like, um, what do you call it? 
like quotes and and well, phrases. Well, you could tell some of that was coaching. You think so? I mean, he said the same phrase like maybe five or six times. You know, he kept repeating certain things uh, that you could tell he was coached to say. Mm-hmm. Now, I wish I could think of one right now, but but one thing he said, I was like, damn, you said that one more fucking time. How do y'all feel that he went to Charlemagne to, to have this conversation? Pick up to Charlemagne. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of people don't like Charlemagne because he kind of they feel like he plays too far in the middle. Mm. Um, so I think it was a good idea. I, you know, out of all the people that are in our culture, and I'm not talking about like the Wendy's and the Oprah's, you know, I'm talking about us. Mm-hmm. I think Charlemagne's a perfect one. Mm-hmm. Not not Wallow, not Nori, not Hot 97. <laughs> no, Simply because not. all those people, if they don't placate to what you're already feeling and want to agree with you, they'll just let you talk and get your feelings out. His entire team told him not to do any interviews, but he went against their wishes anyway. That makes sense. I can see they will, you know, that's kind of almost a playbook for any time you have legal things ahead of you, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's what they do. Yeah, that's what, we're not going to talk about it until after the court. Did y'all see the Jacquees remix to the National Anthem? Fuck yeah, I saw that. I did not, but I can tell you this. I did see that bad people were talking about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> it made me want to have a baby. Was it good? Did What's you see the remix that, no. that you know, they no, always fire. do? It was fire, bro. He killed it. He didn't kill it. But did he really do? Did you see, you know, everybody remixes something. Yeah. It was, I'm going to drop the remix. Yeah, please that do. Because when I tell you it's so funny, you know the guy that makes the videos with the people dancing on beat? To the, the, yeah, it's funny though. When y'all get a chance to watch uh, it, it's hilarious. Yeah, I like shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, there's one other thing I'm missing too that happened this week. It was that Travis Scott shit. And what else? Fuck. That's why I need Alexa here with me. I'm over here drunk. I'm a little lit. Fuck it. That's all I got for that. <laughs> but I think about it. I interrupt everything else. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Anything else for you got? No, that's it. All right, y'all. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick, 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 quick break. And it is the end of 2021. So we have our year wrap up of shit we liked all year. Music, hip hop that made our top, top three. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Alright, y'all, we'll be right back. Has Doc Rivers always been so into this coach? Uh, two, three years maybe now? Who was he? Where was he before that? Okay, from the Clippers, you know, from Boston. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I've seen him a lot of times. Yeah, he's all, I mean, yeah, his team's always played off or something like that. Definitely heard that nigga voice. Yeah, he got a funny voice, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, start fresh stuff on now. Can you move that towel? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that cup. Yeah, that yeah. cup thing out of this shit. What? Mm. Baby, come move that cup. What's wrong with the cup? No. Is it in the footage? Is it in the camera? Rock, can you grab it? Is it in the camera? Yeah. Baby. Really? Y'all want to hear she would do it. She loved me like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, she do. Yeah, she loved me like that. She just, she just doing shit to keep the peace. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Everything twisted. Uh, yeah. I gotta get a cup, motherfucker. 
Shut up. 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 Shut up.